video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Anthony Shelton. You can join the chat on Spreaker.com. Quickly register. Join in the conversation. Give me your thoughts on anything gaming related you've seen. I know Nintendo had their Nintendo Direct and there was a lot of announcements coming out of that. So let me know your thoughts on that. Give me something to react to. You can also leave me a voicemail on speakpipe.com slash progress bar. Speakpipe.com slash progress bar. I'll get email notifications so anytime you send me a voicemail, I'll be able to get that. Also... Something new. I finally have Skype calls set up so you can call into the show. Add Progress Bar Radio to your Skype. Send me a message, a quick message about what you want to say. And if I like what you have to say, I will call you and then put you on air at the proper time. Progress Bar Radio is the Skype. Send me a message, a quick one, so I don't have to read a whole bunch. And then if I like what you have to say... Or what you will say, I will put you on the air. Stuff is moving forward. I like it. I don't get why Friday the 13th is trending on Twitter right now. I thought Friday the 13th was a horror-themed type of thing. Uh, it's November. Last time I checked, I understand it's Friday the 13th in November, but we don't need to celebrate Friday the 13th in November. Okay, we didn't get Friday the 13th in October. All right. So we need to make it up in November. Like November is about family. November is about giving thanks, not about horror themes. Which is what Friday the 13th is tied to. So why are we bringing that in there? Just because it's Friday the 13th? I mean, are we that desperate to celebrate something? Ah, we didn't get Friday the 13th in October, so let's celebrate November. Happy Friday the 13th, guys. What are we going to do this Friday? Uh, Nothing. Go out, depending on your age, party as usual. Like, it's just another day. If it's not in October then it's not a big deal. It's like trying to force in the celebration of a leap year just because it's February. Nah, that's that's what's special about Friday the 13th. When it lands in October like it's supposed to, then it's something to get excited about. Then it's something something to... Uh, uh, I'm so confused. Jaeger's posting stuff in the chat. Either way, uh, yeah, once it lands in October, then sure. Then it's something to celebrate. Then it's really special, because it doesn't come around that often. But I feel like people just want to celebrate something, and there's nothing wrong with that, but celebrate it when it's time. Or find something else significant. Find something to celebrate with your friends. Because that's what kind of feels like Now with Twilight Princess, it's going to be in HD on the Wii U. That came out the Nintendo Direct. 
And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, the Twi- Twilight Princess, hey. Uh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. But it, it's a boring announcement. Oh, I get what you're saying, Jaeger. <laughs> I had a moment. So he, he wrote, been listening to the podcast all morning on two times speed. You sound slow. And I was getting concerned. You know, when you've had so many technical difficulties that have been outside of your control, and then somebody posts something in the chat relating to how you sound, you get kind of concerned. Start freaking out. I got trauma. I need broadcasting therapy. Anyway, Twilight Princess HD is coming. And everybody's like, yay, yay, celebrating. I feel like Nintendo just wants to give more spinoffs to Zelda, but they don't want to put them on console. So in the meantime, for us console people who may not want to play another Zelda on handheld, let's get another HD remake out there. We already had Wind Waker, people like that, so let's do Twilight Princess. Here's a better idea. (laughs) <laughs> Let's do Ocarina of Time. That's older. I know there was one on 3DS, but shoot, I'd buy it. I didn't get Ocarina of Time on the 3DS anyway, so it's not like I would be buying it twice. I already have seven copies of the game anyway. So you want to talk about Fanatic of Ocarina of Time, I kind of fit that. So in the meantime, as we wait for Zelda for Wii U, or Wii U slash NX, we'll play Zelda Twilight Princess, because that was a fantastic game. It wasn't a bad game. It wasn't. It just wasn't what we all wanted, I suppose. But I didn't expect it. That's a surprise. I just, you know, surprises don't mean excitement all the time. Get surprised and not get excited. Just like when you open up a Christmas gift and you get a surprise and it turns out it's a pair of socks. It's a surprise. Not exactly what you wanted, though. Although I do have to admit, I like a good pair of socks for Christmas. That's what happens when you get older. You just start wanting that kind of stuff. And then the collectors are going to want it... For the amiibo, there's going to be a Wolf Link amiibo that comes with it. I have no idea what it's going to be used for. And you can use the current Smash Brother amiibo that are related to Zelda, like Zelda, Link, Ganondorf. You can use all those. For what? Don't know yet. But you can. So the collectors are going to buy Twilight Princess for that. But overall, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, Twilight Princess. Cool. Like I said, I want it. But the only reason why I want it is just because I don't have to go back to my Wii to play Twilight Princess. I would kinda, I'm kind of done with the older consoles. Just like with the Xbox 360 and the, uh, the Wii. When the Wii U came out, I'm like, I'm ready to move on. Now, if I have to go back to the older consoles to play games, uh, fine, I'll do that. But if I have the option, I suppose... And I have the money. Yeah, I don't mind buying a HD remake. Eager says I wouldn't play TP again. Too long and boring in a lot of areas. I agree. It was it, there were some elongated areas that was just like, man, can let's okay, let's get it moving. Let's get some action going. 
And then even some of the action just wasn't that poignant. People moan about HD remakes on PS4 and Xbox One, but not Nintendo. Is that hypocrisy? I don't think so. It's been a question that's been popping up. The fact that Nintendo doesn't release a whole bunch of HD remakes in the first place kind of demonstrates it's not really hypocrisy. It's just... It's just Nintendo releasing another HD remake. Now, there are a lot of HD remakes, and if you're feeling fatigued, then that makes sense. But as far as Nintendo, eh, no, they don't release that many HD remakes. I know Wind Waker, now Twilight Princess. What's another one? And we're talking about for the Wii U. What's another one? I don't remember any. There's probably one or two, but I can't think of them off the top of, the, uh, off the top of my head. PlayStation and Xbox, I mean, we just got, what, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition on the Xbox One? The Last of Us on the PlayStation 4? And several others. There was a Metal Gear Solid HD remake. Zone of the Enders HD remake. Uh, what else? I mean, there, there's several. And if I had the moment, I would spill them off. But, you know, I got to got to move forward but either way nintendo this is only you know less than five big deal it's all good this song is somebody set up us the bob bomb it's the super mario 64 main theme remix by theory of n you can find it on the portrait of a plumber super mario 64 remix album speakpipe.com progress bar leave me a voicemail Progress Bar Radio on Skype. Leave me a message and I will call you if I like what you have to say. Nintendo has solved the problem with adding a female link and it's absolutely bonkers. We'll talk about it after this song. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Somebody Set Up Us the bob Super Mario 64 main theme. It's by Theory of N. It's off the Portrait of a Plumber remix album. You can find that on OC Remix. Yeager's got some pushback on me on the idea of buying the HD remake, which to each their own. But, like I said, the reason why I would, I'm just ready to move on from my older consoles... So if I have the ability to play something and play it at higher definition and I have the money, then I'll do that. I don't need to fire up my Wii to play a older version of a game when I could play a newer, better looking version of the game. To me, it's it's fine. Do I think Twilight Princess is worth it? Eh. My gut is like, yeah. It's worth it, but, you know, when I actually put my hands on the game again, eh, probably not. I don't know. There were some moments in Twilight Princess that just didn't work for me. I I had to force myself through it at times. It wasn't until the end where it's just like, okay, cool, now we're getting moving. We're good. I think specifically the light temples where I really felt it pick up, and I was like, yes, all right, here we go. But, yes, there are a few games that I own. But for the most part, like, I'm not going to go back and play them, A, because I have other things I could play now. But B, it's just I don't have to play them anymore. So if I, the refresh for me is the better looking graphics. I like graphics. I do. I'm a gameplay over graphics guy. But if I could play an updated version of something, then yeah, I'll do that. I like visuals. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're coming from the perspective of you're you're a visual whore, like, no, that's that's not the case. But if I could play a game with updated visuals, then yes, that would be the case. If I could play it for free, that would be even better. But, you know, that's not the case. Business got to make their money. And, you know, to me, there's some value in that. It is what it is. Speakpipe.com slash progress bar. Leave me a voicemail. You can also contact me on Skype. Leave me a message. If I like what you have to say, I will put you on the air. Progress bar radio on Skype. My thought process when I prepare the show is typically try to take things at a different angle. Try to think, make things a little interesting. Try to make you think a little bit. I just try to bring it. That's what I try to do. I'm not successful all the time, but that's that's the goal. But sometimes what's out there, it just brings it for me. I don't really have to do anything. I could just let it sit on its own. Today, Nintendo did that for me. There's a new character in Hyrule Warriors. It is, as Nintendo claims, the first official female Link. Her name is Linkle. Mm-hmm. See? I don't have to do anything. Her name is Linkle. L-I-N-K-L-E. Linkle. That's pretty bad. <laughs> like, there's, there's just no other way to say that. She dual-wields crossbows, and her spin attack is with her leg. That's all the info that's out. Her name is Linkle. She has a spin attack with her leg. And she dual wields crossbows. The dual wielding crossbows is actually pretty cool. The spin attack with her leg. 
kind of dumb. Her name, even dumber. I don't even know how some fans would take this. I haven't even been able to really look at the response. But I feel like Nintendo's like, look, y'all wanted a female Link here. Like It's just like, F you, here's your, here's your female Link. Linkle, how about that? And then other fans are probably going to take it as disrespect. Because they didn't really put time into the type of character that they created. So I think this is pretty humorous on so many levels. Ooh, Jaeger makes a great point. And cosplay will hit a whole new level of stank next con. That's for sure. I don't think she's going to be an established character, though. <laughs> like, they put her in Hyrule Warriors. That tells me, yeah, we gave you a female character, but if you want to use her, you got to buy Hyrule Warriors. Otherwise, it's a throwaway character. Hope you enjoy. That's what it feels like to me. Now, if they end up bringing her in other canon, then, oh, God. Like, if the Zelda timeline, their chronological, all of it, and the story, and all the different links, and all of that, if that didn't, was if that wasn't confusing before, adding Linkle, it's just going to be real confusing. That doesn't even sound right. I say Linkle, and that just... It sounds so wrong. Oh, it just doesn't fit. Who came up with that name? That is far worse than Tingle. And it's too late. They already put the character out there. There's nothing they can do. Linkle. But, one thing can be put to rest. There's no question that Link... Is a boy. This song is Where's a Glowy Berry Bug When You Need One by Sonic Picnic. You can find that on the Toki Tori 2 original soundtrack available on Bandcamp. Payday 2 devs are digging themselves in a deeper hole. We'll talk about that coming up. Speak Pipe dot com slash progress bar leave me a voicemail progress bar radio on skype send me a message you're listening to progress bar
That is Where's a Glowy Berry Bug When You Need One. That's by Sonic Picnic. You can find that on the Toki Tori 2 original soundtrack, which is available on Bandcamp. This is Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. Remember, it's not too late. Contact me on SpeakPipe slash Progress Bar. Leave a voicemail. You can also contact me on Skype, Progress Bar Radio. Send me a message quickly. Tell me what you want to say, and I'll put you on air if I like it. Whenever I receive criticism, fair, constructive criticism, you know, sometimes it hurts. Sometimes uh, it stings a little bit, but I try to take it in and learn from it. Other times, I get constructive criticism or unfair criticism, and it's just like, eh, whatever. I like it, but it's not for me doesn't really fit you know I get that kind of stuff with this radio show you know it happens but ultimately anytime I get constructive criticism even when it's kind of unfair I try to take it in try to apply it if I can if I can't then you know it's not the fault of the person giving some criticism it's not my fault it's just it's just really not applicable but I try to change that's the point I take it in I attempt to change, and I try to give something that people want. That's the point. That's what I try to do with this radio show. But then there's situations like what's happening with Payday 2 and the microtransaction problem, and what Overkill is doing and how they're handling it. They're receiving all kinds of criticism, a lot of it unfair, a lot of it unnecessary, death threats, things like that. Not really constructive, but there's a lot of constructive criticism coming towards Overkill. And all they're doing is doubling down on the original nonsense that they did before. If you need a refresher, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Overkill introduced microtransactions into Payday 2 after saying that they would never introduce microtransactions. So not only did they introduce microtransactions, they also gated certain things that were original, originally pieces that players could get after they finished a heist. Now they were locked, some some of these things were locked behind safes, which you needed to pay $2.50 to unlock. You pay that money, you get a drill, quote unquote, to open the safe. So sometimes you would get that safe Instead of a free upgrade or something else that you always got after you did a heist before the microtransactions came into place. And then they decided, okay, well, we'll do random drill drops. So if you have any safes, you could get a drill after a heist and then you can open up a safe. Didn't really appease people. And then on top of that, Overkill said... Hey, the microtransactions, it's working. So just to, you know, twist the knife in the stomach just a little bit more, they said that. Now, Overkill has decided to give perks to those who decide to pay. So if you pay to get a drill, you could also get basically boosts to XP and all of that, but you have to have one of those paid upgrades that you could get in a safe in order to use them. 
Now again, this is a player versus AI. There's no player versus player stuff. But people are feeling left out because other players are getting an advantage that they cannot have unless they pay money. Which, conceptually, yes, that is absolutely ridiculous. So, people are even madder than they were before. <laughs> Jaeger taking shots. Where's this criticism coming from? Me, El Zorro, are there lurkers that listen but never chat? There are some lurkers that listen. But I, I see all this all over different websites. Reddit, Kotaku, GameSpot. You know, any, anywhere I find news, I, I try to see what the reaction is. Twitter. It's another place I look. I just kind of gauge the reaction, what's going on. So anyway, Steam Forms is a great place for this game. So this criticism is coming at them. They double down on microtransaction stuff. And now the moderators, specifically one named Ashley, she's coming out and saying the moderators are overloaded with all this stuff. It's too much to moderate. These moderators aren't paid either. So the moderators are like, look, we're done. We're not going to do anything else. We're not going to moderate anything else unless we can get an interview with you, Overkill. Somebody who works on the team who can explain the situation to us, who can help us understand what in the world is happening. That's fine. Overkill hasn't responded. Overkill really hasn't responded ever since they posted that Reddit thread explaining their original premise. People just want Payday 2 to go back to the old ways. But this is a perfect example of how not to handle a situation. So they're like, moderators are like, we don't care. If they let us go, so what? We're not getting paid anyway. And that actually works to Overkill's disadvantage. Because if they let those moderators go, ain't nobody else stepping up to moderator status. Why would they? To handle that fire? Yeah, right. That's like when uh, Adam Silver stepped into the role of the NBA commissioner. And he had to deal with racial issues with the Clippers and Donald Sterling and all that. Like, you don't want that situation. Now, he's getting paid for it, and he handled it very well. But these guys, I ain't getting paid. Nah, these are just lowly moderators. Overkill is not responding. It just shows, yeah, they pretty much sold their soul. To 505 Games, which sounds really weird because that's usually related to Activision. But really, they sold their soul to the idea of money. Because they need it. But they're going about it terribly. They're not communicating, which they used to. And they know, they have to know, that nobody's flying with these actions. But we're just going to go ahead and do them anyway. Because we need the money. And guess what? These microtransactions are working. When you have a game as a service, things change. Cuz you know that's that's a type of game now, game as a service. 
That's what Payday 2 has become. It's no longer just a game. It is now a game as a service. And since it's a game as a service, the surface is bad. And they're not doing anything to fix it. They're doubling down on it. That doesn't make any sense. It's like a restaurant having terrible practices and they just double down on it. It's like that's not going to drive people to your restaurant. That's going to drive people away from it. And over time, the only people who's left are the people who are paying. And if that's what you want, all right, then that's going to be your audience. And when you create your next game, nobody's going to fly with it because they saw how you treated them last time. Got to learn your lessons. Hopefully at some point. Overkill will. I would love to see how they come back and respond to this. So in the meantime, I'm just going to eat some popcorn and watch the show. This song is Show Me Debt Inc. It is by James Landino. You can find it on Bandcamp on the Splatoons album. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Show Me That Ink by James Landino. Find that on the Splatoons album, which is available on Bandcamp. Splatoons. Well, it's more like Splatoons. Instead of Splatoon. That'll do it for today's show. Thank you for listening. It's good to have a Friday show. Had been a while, but there won't be a show on Monday. It seems like we're switching our days to Monday. This week was super busy for me. But we'll be back on Tuesday. You can subscribe on iTunes. Please leave a review and a short little blurb. Be most appreciative and very helpful. Again, thanks for listening. Jaeger, thanks for joining the chat. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your Friday the 13th. And I'll see you on Tuesday. Talk to you later.